0: Thank you so much for joining Spazzing Out. You probably just heard a commercial. I'm rearranging how I get ads into my podcast. So I start the podcast off now with the commercial so that I get it out of the way. So I get paid right off the bat. Boom. I, if you took off on my podcast right now and you think it sucks, ha, I got paid a cent, bro, because you made it to the commercial. It's 30 seconds right off the bat. We'll do another one a little bit later. I don't stop the live feeds. They don't see it. I plug it in later, but woo! just made myself a penny because I put it at the top of the show. And then I'll do one later. We'll do a break. We'll squeeze another one in there later. For those of you that are new to the program, new to the feed, new to the, my, my TikTok feed, here's what we do on Spazzing Out. Spazzing Out is the name of the podcast. I am Spaz, Anthony Paziali. And what I do is I talk about things that make sense for me to talk about, meaning things that I care about. Now, I will talk about things that you guys want to talk about if you have suggestions and you hit me with them and I can see them as I'm flowing. I'll do it. But today, on today's podcast, we're going to talk about Twitter is doing everybody a favor, morons a favor, the how stupid are we people. We're going to get into that. Talk about Jake Cutler, Jim Harbaugh. We're going to talk about golf. We're going to have a DB alert. What is a DB alert? Douchebag alert. On this program, we alert everybody who is a douchebag. No, we don't alert the people who are douchebags. We talk about the douchebags on this program. We're going to do Snowflakes in the News. Snowflakes in the News is a segment that I talk about where the millennials are bitching or just the pussies of America are bitching about something. They are called snowflakes. We're going to talk about that. Should you split dinner? A new survey came out on how many how people feel about splitting the bill at dinner. Does it get divided evenly? Or do you look at that thing and you only pay for what you ate? Should you tip? That's another new survey that came out. Um, the snowflakes in the news, we'll get to that. I just said that. College loan forgiveness for medical or for health workers. It's something that's getting tossed around Congress. I'm going to give you guys my thoughts on that. Uh, U.S. Postal Office uh, or Postal Service is under fire by our president, we're going to cover that right here. But before we get to any of that shit, today is a momentous day. It's a milestone day. I have never in my years of creating content ever, 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 and I've been creating content for a long time, since I was 18 years old, whether it's radio or YouTube videos, social media. I've never had a video that's ever got 1 million views. And I now have a video on TikTok that hit the 1 million mark. Now, I got to be honest with you, I've worked pretty damn hard on content. I've created content that I thought was killer. I can't believe this video got a million views because all it is is my stomach going from side to side on, on a glass window. But Whatever. It got a million views and, and a million plus and it's going on up. You guys could check out my TikTok it for, for it. I, fuck if I know. But little celebration for myself for finally hitting one million views on some kind of... The most I ever had before that was just under 500,000. Um, but whatever. Boom. My belly... My belly, my dad bod, because that's all you see, my dad bod is TikTok famous. My gut is TikTok famous. So there you have it. Dad bods are legit. Mad people hating on my dad bod, though. So I did a video for that. You can get me on TikTok at at Anthony Paz. My Instagram is at SpazWAF. My Facebook, at SpazWAF. And my Twitter is at SpazWAF. WAF is a radio station I used to work for, for those of you that don't know that, and I'm just keeping that because I have followers on that. I don't want to kill it. Now, everybody right this second who is listening on the live feed, the people on the podcast don't know this. So podcast people, if you're hearing this, every single Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night, I go live sometime between 6.30 and 7.30, and I record spazzing out. You're more than welcome to join us. Um... When we're doing that, I would actually like you to. We do it on TikTok. We do it on Facebook. I ask that my people, um, I ask that my, my. Oh, thank you, someone just said the video was uh, was great. Cracking me up. Good. I ask that my TikTok people, if you don't follow me, follow me. If you can share this feed, share this feed. I ask my Facebook people, if you can uh, share this feed right now, share it. If you don't follow me, follow me. Now, something that I like to do on this program is promote local businesses during the pandemic. I'm asking people to send me either a t-shirt or send me a DM of your business's information and I will highlight your business for nothing on my podcast. I mean, hopefully someone will use you. The first few nights, it was R&R Landscape Management out of Clinton. Then last night, I did um, Hanley Woodworks, which is out of East Bridgewater. And because nobody sent me anything, I'm going to stick with Hanley. He's going to get two nights in a row. So Hanley Woodworks out of East Bridgewater. He makes He's a woodworker. The guy makes stuff out of wood. He sent me a photo of some of the things he makes, right? It's phenomenal. He makes kitchen tables. He makes cutting boards, um, consoles. And he does a really good job. So maybe if you're looking for a gift. Shit, (laughs) that might be a bad idea. So maybe if you're looking for for a gift for Mother's Day for your wife, you should get her a cutting board. But I hazard a guess that if you got your wife... A, uh, <laughs> a cutting board for Mother's Day, you're going to be in a ton of shit. But this guy does a great job. So it's Hanley H- uh, Wood uh, Woodworks, which is Wood, W-O-O-D-W-O-R-X on Facebook. Check him out out of East Bridgewater. I'm sure if you got something from him, he'd make it and send it to you, or you guys can figure out how to pick it up. All right, let's get into something. We gotta talk about something, right? Where I'm here, BSing, introing, yo gaba gabba going. I'll top of my own chest because my dad bod's got over a million views on TikTok, like I'm the man, big effing deal. Whatever. I got one video. We're on to the next. As Bill Belichick would say, we're on to Cincinnati. Well, I'm on to the next thing. Um, new segment on the program. We're gonna we're gonna put the sports together. It's gonna be called SOS. Spazzing out sports, SOS. Now it's it's something new that we're starting today, but it will grow because anything I do sports wise will be covered under SOS. Whatever I do, Super Bowl, Daytona 500, you name it, sports SOS. Once we get loot, we'll have you know. And now, SOS spazzing out sports. All right, a couple of sports stories. Right here in the Commonwealth, Governor Baker, and for those of you who are not from Massachusetts, I talk about Mass a lot because I am from Mass. Governor Baker has opened up the golf courses. You can golf. You are allowed to golf. Here are the rules. The the clubhouses are not open. Practice areas are not open. You're going to wait in your car for 15 minutes before your tee time. At, you got 15 minutes to get out, stretch, side to side. No caddies, no cots. Bro, you gotta walk, you gotta carry your own bag. So what does that mean? He's almost gonna fucking golf because no one carries their own bags. If you can't have a cot, nobody wants to golf. Plain and simple. No one wants to carry their own bags. Anybody that's carrying their own bags on a golf course is what? A douchebag. You're a douche if you're carrying your own clubs. Bro, you get a cot where he gets a punk ass kid to carry your clubs so that you can have a drink in your hand the whole time you are golfing. So the only people that are going to be golfing are serious golfers, us people that are normal, that don't want to carry our golf clubs, that have dad bods, will not be hitting the the golf course. I like to golf. Oh man, dying there, the gird. I like to golf. I do. But I don't like to golf unless I have a drink in my hand and I sure as hell I'm not golfing if I'm carrying my own clubs. So, golf clubs are open for the professionals that like to carry their own clubs because you can't have a caddy and you can't have cots so no one's going to golf. And the 19th hole isn't open. So, see you later. Thanks, thanks, uh, thanks, no thanks, Governor Baker, we appreciate it. Next topic in sports, <clears throat> maybe we could get into a discussion on this or maybe you guys could hit me up, but Jim Harbaugh, who is the, I don't even know if I'm saying the guy's name right, he is the coach of University of Michigan, and he has a pretty good idea, he wrote out, he sent out a letter to the football community uh, about new, about coming up with a new draft rule. What he would like is to allow players to declare for the draft whenever they want. Right now, there's a rule that you have to have three years after high school before you can declare <clears throat> that you're going to join the NFL draft. Next thing is, once you join the NFL draft, you can't play college ball. You can't play college football. You've given up your eligibility. He would like the, the, the players that don't get drafted in the first 224 picks, they can decide to go back to college. If they don't get drafted, they can come back to school. I think this is a great idea. And it's a great opportunity for a lot of kids that are ready to go. There are some kids that are football ready. like a, We'll take like a LeBron James who went right to the NBA. Well, there are some high school football players that are ready to play the NFL. Not only are they ready, their families need the money. So let these dudes go right to the NFL. Now, there's one other thing that he added in there that is not allowed in football, but it's allowed in other sports. They can't talk to agents. So if you play NCAA football, you are not allowed to speak to an agent, period. And that's devastating for players because they need to get to trust an agent. So what happens to these poor bastards is they got to go sneak around behind closed doors and meet with shady people, and then they don't get to get a good agent. Now, if they had an agent the whole time they were in college, they'd get to know the guy. The guy would get to know them, and there'd be some kind of trust set up there. And then they could make a decision together. What they end up dealing with is behind closed doors that nobody knows these conversations are going on, they don't really get to vet themselves, they get to meet people, because you're not allowed to do it. So, I like Jim Harbaugh's idea. Next thing in sports is Jake Cutler. Guy's a fucking boss, man. Boss. Hate Jake Cutler, thought he was a shitty quarterback, but when it comes to life, this dude doesn't mess around. So he's getting divorced, his wife, Kristen Cavallari... Wants to get a divorce. She's calling him a lazy bastard. Said Jake Cutler is lazy. He's not motivated. The guy's made over a hundred mil check out his contracts. He made over hundred and fifteen million dollars in the NFL. The guy worked his balls off to make that loot. Worked out every single day. Became one of the one I mean, dude, to be able to start on a team that means you're one of the best 32 uh quarterbacks in America. So he he worked himself into starting position. Got paid big dollars. Don't you think the guy deserves a break? It's one of those things I don't understand. Dad works all day long or the husband works all day long. The guy just wants to come home and he wants to relax. This dude made $115 And his wife's like, you're a lazy fuck. I'm going to leave you. It's insane. So she's leaving him. And part of her thing is that she wanted $5 million to buy a mansion. And the dude shut down all his bank accounts. He shut them all down, he froze them all, and he said, quote, go get a fucking job. Love it. Guy's a boss. Baller. He's like, ba, I made a hundred something million dollars. If I want to sit on my fat ass all day long, I'm gonna sit on my fat ass all day long. And until you make 150 million dollars, shut the fuck up. And if you don't like it, get out. Baller. Boom. Jay Cutler. I thought the guy was the biggest douchebag on the planet. The guy's got nuts. Steps up says, yeah, yeah, Now nah, I made 150 mil. I'm going to chill. And if you don't like it, tough crap. Oh, I'm not motivated. Yeah, I'm 37 years old and I'd like to enjoy my life. 100 mil, 100. Speaking of a million, did you guys know that I had a video on TikTok that has a million views? Just saying. I'm pretty excited about that. I know I already mentioned it. I'm just kidding. But just think about this. This dude... Worked his butt off, right? Made a, over a hundred million dollars. And then his wife says, You're lazy and not motivated. I can't even imagine. I can't, like, I, I can't, I can't even imagine a scenario where you bring home that kind of money. And your wife calls you a lazy ass. I can't. I can't. Oh, what? I didn't do work around the house? I made a hundred million dollars. I'll go fucking pay someone to do it so that I could sit on my ass and do nothing because I'm, I'm rich, bitch. I'm rich. Love it. All right. That's spazzing out. Sports. That's SOS. We're done on the SOS. Um, we should probably take a quick break. When we get back, what we're going to do, we're going to, you know what? When we get back, we're going to do snowflakes in the news. We're going to do DB alert. And I want to get you guys' opinion. You guys should start writing it right now. Should you tip 20% or more? Always. Not just when you get good service. When you get bad service, should you still tip 20%? And on the same topic, should you split the bill evenly? Meaning, you got one thing. You got you got one thing like super cheap, right? Like let's just say you got one drink you for 10 bucks, but the dude over here spent like 60 bucks. Should the bill get split evenly? So that's 70, so are you guys paying $35 a piece or are you going to bitch and be like, nah, 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 "Nah. We'll do that when we get back." Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. I am now two cents richer because I snuck a commercial at the beginning of the podcast and then I snuck one in right there. Two cents richer. For those of you that know me that watch me on the live feed, if you do not intend to listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google, you could go to my website, anthonypaziali.com. That's where all the links are. You're hearing it live now. I would appreciate if you'd do me a favor if you would mosey on over to one of those sites and subscribe to the podcast and listen to the podcasts that you haven't listened to, but you don't have to listen to them. What I mean is like, just turn them on, turn it down, just so I can get the money, man. I don't care. I need the metrics. That's what it's really all about. I need the metrics. I need to be able to show people, right, advertisers, that people are actually listening and listening to the whole podcast. There is a whole crazy system of metrics you could see where people are listening how long they're listening who's listening women men people who don't want to be called a woman or a fucking man all sorts of shit it's pretty freaking crazy so we need to get this thing on the up and up all right Sponsor, sponsor, sponsor of the day. Local sponsor, which is something I'm not taking any money for. I just want to help out a local business. The day before, we did R&R Landscaping Management out of uh, Clinton. Today, for the second day in a row, we're going to do Hanley Woodworks out of East Bridgewater. The guy's name's Patrick. Patrick is a woodworker. The guy can make anything out of wood. What he specializes in. Tables. Cabinets. Uh, well, You know what? I don't know if it's cabinets. I made that shit up. Tables. Um, islands consoles, cutting boards. He sent me some photos of some of the work that he's done. It looks great. He does a really good job. So if you have some wood project that you want done, shoot it over to Patrick. Check him out. You can get him on on Facebook. It's Hanley H A N L Y Woodworks W O O D W O R X. Look him up. Check out. even if you're not from the United uh, yeah if you're not from the United States, even if you're not from Mass. Still look them up and maybe it's something you guys could work out where he could mail it to you. All right. You know what I think it's time for? I think it's time for, I think it, I think it's time for DB alert. DB alert. Douchebag. DB is a douchebag. DB alert, douchebag alert. And we have douchebags in the news on this program. We like to out people that are douchebags, companies that are douchebags, douchebag moves, things done by douchebag people. For example, people that don't order cheese pizza, douchebag. People that buy flowers, douchebag. People that put masks on the ground, throw them out, douchebag. People that go into Home Depot and don't know what they're going to buy so everybody else has to wait outside so that you're just stuck there for fucking two hours, douchebag. Today's douchebag is the TSA. The TSA are a bunch of douchebags because they have 1.3 million of the M95 masks that they're hoarding. And they don't need them right now. Hardly anybody is flying. Barely anybody is flying. Less than 200 people a day are flying. Normally, it's over 3 million or more people a day are flying. They don't need the masks. This is a government organization that is being a douchebag. They should take the masks and they should either donate them or sell them to a fucking hospital or to someone that needs them. Meaning, nurses, doctors. Uh, listen, dude, I'm going with the grocery clerks. People working at grocery stores. Anybody that has to really work, meet, meet fat, uh, places. People that are really dealing with the shit, need these masks, and they are holding them, they're hoarding them, they're stockpiling, it's a douchebag move. It's like hoarding toilet paper, which I did, by the way. I hoarded a ton of toilet paper, and there's plenty of toilet paper back at the stores again, and now I have tons of fucking toilet paper, more than I needed. But it's a douchebag move. The government should not be hoarding M95 masks, they need to give them out to the people that need them. Give them to the doctors. Give them to the nurses. Give them. Give them. Don't just hold on to them. Don't be like, nah, we might need them for a rainy day. You got 1.5. 1.5 masks. Man, speaking of 1.5 or 1.3, I have a TikTok video. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding, man. I ain't fucking around. No, seriously, though. No. I do have a video of a million views in case you didn't know. Complete Garbage. By the government to be hoarding these masks. We're forcing companies like Ford Motor Company, New Balance, GM, Reebok, Nike, we're forcing these companies to make masks and you're hoarding them. You're holding on to them just in case you might need them. No one's flying. People are going to hospitals. In here in Massachusetts, 200 people a day are dying, they're dropping dead. Give us the goddamn masks and stop hoarding them. You don't need them. It's an effing joke. It's a huge douchebag move. DB's of the day is the TSA. Now, moving on from the TSA. Oh, you know what we should talk about? Profiling. Are you guys profiling people? And, and by that, I I'm not talking about race I, or criminals. I'm talking about Profiling people for coronavirus. What's up, Dave? Profiling people for coronavirus. Like, you look at someone and just automatically assume that they have the virus. Because I do. I'm telling you, man, I see people and I'm like, oh, 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 like literally. All right. Today, I'll give you an example. Today, I was doing a job for my company, Take Junk, Junk Removal Company. Based here in Massachusetts. Right. Worcester. But, uh, I, no, 495 to Boston. Someone called today for a job out in Paxton. It might as well have been in Mexico. Great lady. Just can't go to Paxton. So, this guy. I mean, dude. He, I, he just looked. If, if I had to imagine what the coronavirus looked like. This guy looked like the coronavirus. He comes out of his house. Now, we're, we're asking people to have things curb ready. So that we don't have to interact with them, and most people are doing it. This dude comes flying out with like his hand extended for the shake. I was like, oh, oh, uh. Oh. Literally. I I I I literally backed out of the way. Then the guy reaches at me, right? He touches my fucking glove, dude. Touched my glove. I almost melted. I was like, oh. so I, I I I dealt with it and I ran to the other side of my truck, first off, I threw the fucking gloves out, immediately, I took them, I chucked them into the back of the dumpster, I have hand sanitizer in my truck, dude, I took a hand sanitizer bath, I was like, oh, 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 this guy definitely has the virus, oh my god, just by his appearance, 100%, 100%, 100%, this is why we need to know who has the virus, the people need to be wearing t shirts or, or big C's on it for Corona. Uh, we need to ID the people that have coronavirus, or I'm going to stop profiling. I profile everybody. If I think you got the disease, man, stay the fuck away from me. Stay away from me. And you just have that look. Like, look at me. I don't look like I have the disease. I look healthy. I got a nice big mustache, a little tan going, an, an intense, full of energy. I don't got it. This guy came frail out of the house. I was like, oh, man. Looked like he was going to die. I'm like, this guy just... uh, 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 uh." Anyways, curious if you guys are profiling people. At the supermarket, literally. I'll watch people walk down the aisle, and I'm like, ugh. I'll watch what they touch. If I see people touching stuff at the store, forget it, man. I won't even touch it. I'm like, ugh. I watched that. Today, I was at the... um. I can't, it's a supermarket in Wilmington, Massachusetts. Like, it's called like Luchi's or something like that. And um, they have frozen cheese pizza. Oh, it's actually not frozen cheese pizza, but it, it's it's not cooked yet, right? So I got, I wanted to get a cheese pizza and I watched this guy walk over and he touched. He fucking touched it. He, t- he touched, he touched it, dude. He touched it and he didn't take it. And I, I didn't even know what to do. I wanted the one underneath it. I was like, oh. This guy just touched it, oh, and he, it wasn't like, if he looked normal, and they looked healthy, I'd be cool with it, but he didn't, he didn't look normal, he didn't look, he looked like a fucking mutant, literally, I'm like, this guy fell in a vat of ooze, in a sore, and crawled out of a fucking sore, came in, and touched the pizza without buying it, and I wanted to be like, bro, you touch it, you own it. Or at very least, move it away from the other shit. I want to get my cheese pizza, man. Needless to say, I waited and waited and waited. And then eventually what I did is I took something next to it. So were, next to it was uh, um, lasagna, right? So uh, what I did is I took the lasagna thing and I pushed over the pizza off the top to slide it over, and then I took this thing underneath, man, I'm telling you, the dude was greasy, greasy, oh, oh, ah, oh. bro, if you look like you got the virus, stay home, just stay home, I'm pro-, I'm pro, I am coronavirus profiling people all day, everywhere I go, if you look like you have the virus, stay away from me, it's absolutely disgusting, it's just unbelievable, Unfucking believable you have to profile, you need to be safe, we have to be safe. If you look sick, you're sneezing, you're coughing, and you just look like you're going to drop dead, I'm calling the cops. I might. I'll might be that guy that rats you out. I don't care. I'll say it. Yeah, me. Right here. I rat a out You look like you got coronavirus. Get out of here. Oh, Stay home. All right. Profiling out of the way. Why don't we do... Hmm let's just do it. Snowflakes in the news. I don't really have any sound effects for Snowflakes in the news, but Snowflakes in the news is just a segment where I talk about people that are basically, they're pussies. They're just wusses. They they don't have the ability to stick up for themselves. They're a millennial or they're a parent that has to hover over their kids and do everything for their kids. You're just a straight up, Pussification of America type person. You're, you're the type of person that 100% would, would if someone fucking tried stealing something from you, you'd just give them the money instead of fighting for it. You'd be like, oh, oh, here, here take everything I got. Because you're a pussy. So snowflakes, that's what snowflakes in the news are. That's what snowflakes are. Huge problem with snowflakes right now. Apparently snowflakes make plans with people So they'll say, oh, hey, you know, why don't we get together at 10 o'clock on Monday for a meeting or whatever. Let's get together Saturday night. I know that's not happening now, but snowflakes make plans with people and then they're too much. They're too scared to break the plans. They're such babies. They need their parents to hold their hands. They're such babies that they can't call someone up. And disappoint them and say, hey, I can't make it. What they do is they don't talk to the person. So apparently, a new rule in our society is if you have plans, and on the very day that you have plans with somebody, if you don't call them, and you have no contact with them, the plans are canceled. So the plans don't exist. Because millennials can't call somebody and say, oh, hey, I can't make it. Because the millennials don't know how to say no. So like, for I'll give you an example of how this happens, right? You Somebody calls you up and they're like, hey, you know, you want to come over on Saturday around 11 o'clock and a pussy ass millennial is like, uh, they don't want to say yeah, they got other shit to do or they just don't want to go. And they're like, yeah, man, 11 o'clock sounds good. Then Saturday comes, the millennial will avoid you. No text message. We all know you got the text message, bro. It's the most frustrating thing on the planet. I know you got my text message. You have your phone in your hand. You just like my fucking post. I know you have it. So I text her. I'm like, oh, what's up? We still on for 11. You don't reply. I call you. You don't pick up. I know your ass is on Facebook or you're on TikTok. I just saw a video you posted. But the millennials don't have the balls to say no or to pick up the phone and say, hey, I can't make it. So the new rule or the new norm, thanks to the millennials, is no call, no show. That's what we're doing here in the United States of America now. If we, do, if we make plans with someone and we don't talk to them the day of, cancel. Plans are canceled. It's over because the millennials don't have the nuts, the balls, or the courtesy not to waste somebody's time and give them a call. Plain and simple, absolutely drives me insane that the millennials are such bitches that they can't pick up the phone and say, I'm really sorry, I can't make it. I can't make it. Plain and simple, pick up the phone, say you can't make it. Stop wasting other people's times and don't give up false hope because you're a bitch and you can't tell someone you don't want to be there. If you don't want to do something, it's real simple. We give you straight advice, millennials, straight advice, parents, everybody. Listen to me. I say it nice and calm. Let's pretend you guys ask me something. You say, hey, Anthony, can you come over to my house on uh, Saturday at 11? And I'll look and I'll think about it. i go, huh, no. How hard was that? No. 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 Maybe we should practice this, people. No. Anthony, could you? No, I can't. No, I'm unavailable. Unfortunately, I would not be able to make it. I can't be there. There are many variations that you could tell somebody. What you shouldn't tell them is, yeah, I'll be there and then avoid them. And then day of, don't uh, turn back their their text message. Don't uh, return their phone call and just go ghost. No one's going to be offended. People don't care. We don't care. I don't care enough about you to give a shit if you're coming or not. If I ask you to do something, hey, can you come over to my house on uh, at Saturday at 11? And you say no, okay. No problem. But if I ask you to come over to my house at Saturday at 11 because I need something, and you say yeah, and then you ghost me, I'm going to be pissed because I could have moved on to the next person to help me out. It's wrong with you millennial people. And it starts with the parents. The dads... I, I don't, they don't hold their kids accountable when they make a commitment to something. Well, you said you were gonna be there. You gotta be there. Your word's all you got in this world. You said you were gonna go, and unless it's a fucking major catastrophe, you gotta be there. I mean, you need to be there, or, or, if you misspoke and you you said you could be there but you really can't, call and say, hey, I'm sorry. I can't be there. I shouldn't... I don't know why I said I could have. Gerd. But I can't be there. It's not that tough, guys. It's really not that tough. So, everybody that's watching right now... I want you guys to take note of this next thing that I'm going to tell you. I own a business. Two, in fact. Now three. Because I'll be starting Paziali Media. And I'll probably... Go right down to Paziali Media and that'll be all I'm doing is creating content. And I'm going to give you guys some good business advice. Because my time is valuable. It is the most valuable thing I have is my time. I cannot get my time back. I cannot put sand. You cannot either put sand back up in the hourglass. Once that shit, don't give me that shit, you can turn it. You can't put sand back up in the hourglass. You cannot turn back the clock. I don't care how much money. The richest man in the world, Warren Buffett, cannot buy another day on this fucking earth. Your time is of the most valuable fucking things you have. Do not waste my time, and I will not let you waste my time. So, if you have plans, business-wise, to meet with somebody, follow up with them. Follow up. Do not assume that their plans have not changed. You booked something two, three days ago, four days ago. Things change. They may have already forgotten that they have their appointment with you. They may have not have put it in their calendar. They might have just said yes just to say yes. So, if I were you... The night before, or the day before, or the morning of, or right before you're heading out to go see them, you follow up with them. Real simple. Pick up the phone. Hey, this is Anthony calling from Take Junk. Just making sure we're still on for tomorrow. We all oh, great. We are great. Boom, done. Then in the morning, hey, it's Anthony. Uh, I'm on my way over there. Even though I'm not, I'm just calling to make sure that they're still on, so that I don't get, so I don't get ghosted. Right? That I got that from Shane. Hey, this is Anthony. Yep, okay. And then guess what? If you don't pick up the phone, I'm not coming. I do not care. If you don't pick up the phone, I, if I don't hear from you, if you do not confirm, I will not be wasting my time, my precious time, my day that I could have been with my kids, I could have spent with my wife, I could have been doing content, anything. Anything other than driving to your house and you're going to be a no-show? Not happening. Not happening. So that's on you. Millennials are bitches. They're going to hide from you. They don't have the nuts to tell you no. They don't have the balls to be like, nah, I don't want your goods and services. Because that's all they have to do. They ain't offending anybody. Hey, I don't need your help. I'm out. But they'll tell you yeah. And then they'll ghost you. So as a good business person, practice follow-up. Practice follow-up. A little side note on follow-up as I will tell you this. you're If you're in sales, or everybody's in fucking sales... It, whatever you are in business, right? They, they hear me out on this. Today, a dude will not buy uh, your goods and services. Uh, fucking, they won't pay shit, right? They hear me out. They won't sell your house. They'll do nothing. You go to them, i say, hey man, I get full truckload to take junk, 675. Guy will look at you like this. Flip his fingers off. But tomorrow, the next day, shit man this dude would fucking trade his life for a fucking tree gotta understand that day to day people's lives change and their needs change so if you've got someone in your system you gotta follow up with them because they could be a customer down the road you don't have to hassle them you don't heckle them fucking 24 7 you just reach out to them once in a while say hey man Anthony uh, calling from Take Junk to see if you got any junk removal needs Now nah, you don't alright text message man you text them boom Hey, what's up, bro? Stay in touch with people. You got those people in the pipeline? They got, they won't work. They want to buy your goods. They want that shit, but if you don't follow them up, they're gonna go to somebody else. All right. Where we at? All right. One more break, and then we'll come back and we'll finish this thing up. Thank you uh, for listening so far. You know you can get my podcast on anthonypaziali.com. We do it live on TikTok. We do it live on Facebook. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights, sometime between 6.30 and 7.30, and then the podcast gets published the next day at 5, 5 in the morning. Also, I have a local um, sponsor that they don't pay, but I do it every day, and today's local plug is for Hanley Woodworks out of East Bridgewater. Look them up on Facebook, this dude makes stuff out of wood. He sent me some photos of some cutting boards and some tables that he makes. He could probably make you something and you guys can meet and he could deliver it or you could pick it up. I suggest he doesn't deliver it because it's a waste of his time. I suggest you buy it and you go pick it up from him. Make his life easier. You guys would love it. It's H-A-N-L-Y-O-W-W... No. O oh. Yeah. O oh. Man. Wood. W-O-O-D. Works. W-O-R... X on Facebook. All right, we will be right back. Oh, man, I'm a sneaky dog. That's three. I snuck in three. Three commercials. I put one at the beginning of the podcast. And if you just clicked on my podcast, I got paid and you bailed. I got loot. And if you made it this far, I got paid three cents. Three cents. Three, my favorite number, because I wore 33 high school football. Played. Uh, fullback, linebacker, special teams, never came out of the game. I was bombed. Five foot three. I was an animal. Threes. Three is my favorite number. I was born on the 3rd of December. I couldn't wear the number three because I was taken by Mike Reardon, who was the quarterback of the team. I had 33. And my brother Jesse wore 33. Uh, Probably not because of me. My brother Jesse was a way better football player. Probably the best football player in the family. But, why don't we get into some real topics here on the podcast, something that's real important, things that really matter to people. According to a new survey, 20% of us believe that you should tip 20% every time you go out to eat. This means if your service was bad, you still tip. Now, I didn't even realize it was 20%. I thought it was less than 20%. Uh, What is the standard? Maybe somebody can help me. Um, We'll get to the post office. Maybe somebody can uh, um, help me on this. What is the norm for tipping? I thought, I didn't realize it was 20%. I thought it was less. I thought it was like 15%. Um, So if someone can establish that on one of my feeds, what the actual tip should be. Like, legit, not what you think. It, uh, says. Shane says he tips 20%. But what is it supposed to be? I, I, I don't know what it really is. But 20% of Americans believe all the time um, you have to tip 20%. Good service, bad service. What a surprise. I disagree. I 100% disagree. All right, Aetna, Josh Aetna says 15%. Josh give with numbers. I'm going to go with Josh. So, I 100% disagree that you should tip if you get bad service. I I I'm sorry. If the service sucked, you get no tip. You just don't get a tip. Now I understand that it, it, it well, you know what? If it's somewhere I go all the time, which I don't because I don't eat out because I'm cheap. But if it's a place that I've been to multiple times and it's someone that serves me all the time and they always have a good record of good service, Then I will then I will then I'll tip them. Then I'll tip them. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt guys having a bad day. But if I go somewhere for the first time and I get shitty service and I'm talking shit, this is what shitty service is to me. I hate being bothered why I eat. I don't want to be bothered. Don't come back 50 times to fill up my water when I took up a sip and asked me what I need, asked me what I needed. When you notice that my beverage, my alcoholic beverage, not my water is coming to an end when you have noticed that the that the color of my beverage has turned clear because i drink captain and ginger it's clearly not a clear clear drink when my drink looks like there's just water in it i don't even want to be asked bro walk over fresh drink take my drink plop me a new one down move on say nothing to me don't make eye contact don't talk where's my drink now, certainly, bad service, if you're not giving me my drink, if, if my drink has now changed colors, and my ice cubes have melted, and now I have water, you're clearly providing bad service. You will get no tip. None. Whatsoever. And people in my family are ruthless like that. That's probably one of the greatest things I love about my wife. Now, listen, Kaylee is probably one of the most heartfelt people I've ever met. She really takes care of people. She works in an industry where she gets tipped and she makes sure you're taken care of because she gets it. But, Han, is that you? I think that was my wife laughing. Han, come here. We're talking about tips. I need your advice on this. No yelling, no screaming. Guys, I'm gonna, for a second, let's bring Kaylee in. I, I want to get her opinion on tipping. Han, I really need you. Don't walk away. What? She's mad at me. She bounced. All right. Well, I'll have to pick that up after, huh? Man. So let's let's get right back into the tipping. I don't want to be bothered. You know, like, here's, like, what what I think good service is, okay? Plain and simple. I arrive. I don't give a crap if I have my kids or if I have my wife. Whoever's with me. I arrive. I sit down. I immediately want to be asked what I want to drink. What do you want to drink? I want my alcoholic beverage, and I want it fucking Now. Now. Like, it's not that hard to make a Captain and Ginger. I do not want to wait for it. So, depending on how fast I get my Captain and Ginger, you get, I have like a school card. of am like, oh. You know, basically, if you don't notice the server, but your stuff arrives, you're doing a good job. You ordered your food. Now, if the food's taking longer than what it, what it should take, I don't want to hear about it. Just keep my drink coming. If my drink is still full, I'm not going to bitch. I'm having a good conversation. I like to talk. Shit, I'll sit down, I'll do my podcast while I'm drinking my Captain and ginger. But I it, it, just to, for the 20% uh, of Americans that believe you should tip all the time, I just strongly disagree about it. Tipping is all about good service. If you're not providing good service, you don't get a tip. That's just how it is. I get tipped out sometimes with take junk, right? I provide good service. I don't want to be tipped out. I'm the owner of the fucking company. I don't need to be tipped. But I do such a good job. And the guys will always be like, dude, why do you always get tipped? I'm like, bro, because I provide good service. Before I lock up the truck, I customer, is there anything else you need? I sweep up after myself. I'm courteous. I'm nice. I talk to the people. They like me. I provide a good goddamn service. So people want to tip you. And 20% is a lot. That's a lot, dude. Let's say you got a $200 bill. That's 40 bucks, $40. You're getting 40 bucks, And what did you do? You didn't do shit. You didn't make my drink. You didn't cook my fucking dinner. You didn't do that shit. All you did was go back to the kitchen and say, this idiot out here wants macaroni and cheese. And then you went over to the bar and were like, hey, this guy likes Captain and Ginger. Keep him coming. And then you went from here to there, here to there, and then I got to give you 40 bucks on a $200 tab. It's insane. Insanity. And then they sneak. Depending on how much your bill is, look for the gratuity because they'll sneak an 18% gratuity in there. And if the gratuity's already included, bah, bah, you ain't getting nothing. No loot from me. If the gratuity is already there, you're already being tipped and you think you're going to get tipped? On top of a tip. This ain't a fucking duvet cover. There's no blanket for a blanket. You're not getting a tip on top of a tip. You already got your tip. Pooh. You should have rolled the dice. Should have said, nah. Let's chill on the 18%. I think these guys are good guys. They're going to give me 20%. Roll the dice. Garbage. People think they should get money for half ass work. I wish everybody got paid for what they put in. Literally, on a day-to-day basis. I wish your boss came to you and was like... Hmm. Hmm. You really suck today. You ain't getting paid. I love it. People come in half assing it. I'd love it. If if that's how it was, you, you got paid day to day, day to day. Literally, you got paid on your performance for that day. And if you suck that day, you didn't get paid. But on a day where you were balling it, you were killing it. And you had a million views on fucking TikTok. Someone comes up to you. like, boom, you're getting paid. But that's not how it works. In this society, in this society, we pay people because we're too afraid to offend anybody. We give people the 20% because we don't want to look like a douchebag. Because we don't want someone to say behind our back, oh, that guy was a jerk. When the real thing is, you need to look in the mirror and be like, my service sucked, so I didn't get tipped. But no, instead, you go back and bitch, but you know what will happen? You go back and bitch, and the other person will be like, really? I had that guy a couple weeks ago. Because when I get good service, I'll tip. I'll give you a good fucking tip. Nice tip. Especially if I got some drinks in me. I'll take care of you. They'll remember, they'll be like, man, what do you mean? This dude was a good tipper. He gave good money. You must be wrong. Another thing about tipping. <clears throat> I hate tipping people that work in an industry where they shouldn't get tipped. And I'm gonna get I'm I'm, I'm going right out there with it. Dunkin' Donuts. The people at Dunkin' Donuts, you're making $15 an hour. Bro, you don't deserve to get tipped. I can't I can't stand it. You got your little tip jar standing at the uh you know the, the window, the sliding window, and I don't drink coffee, so I ain't going there for a coffee. If I'm going there, it's for a bagel with cream cheese. Actually, you know what I really like there is the the wake up wraps. I like to get the wake up wraps. They're two dollars and fifteen two dollars and fifteen cents, and I use the card every time because you're not getting any tip out of the card, bro. No tip. And they got their little thing there. And, it, it, you know, they got it with the money coming out of it. And, like, they look at you all offended. Like, oh, I can't believe you didn't tip me. be like, yeah, you're making 15 bucks an hour to microwave eggs. Tip. I have a tip for you. Go back to school and get a better fucking job. <clears throat> so, I don't think you should be tipping the people at Dunkin' Donuts. Or the people at McDonald's. The people at Burger King. No. You don't get a tip, bro. That's not the job. No tip. 15 bucks an hour. It's, it's actually kind of offensive. I like, I avoid places. I don't even want to go to a place that where they're snorting those little shit, thinks he can get a tip. When he's making 15 bucks, he's making minimum wage, making a decent rate, and thinks I'm going to tip him because he went over and he slapped a couple of eggs in the microwave, hit the button, the preset button that says eggs, hit it, and then came over and then was like, all right, $2.15. <coughs> all upset. Because he's gotta work during the coronavirus and I roll up and I'm like, Yeah, two dollars and fifteen cents. That's all you're getting out of me. There it's appropriate to tip in some instances. Okay? It really is. In some instances it is. If you have a caddy, right? Tip your caddy. If he does a good job, you tip him. If he does a bad job, you pay him for the loop. He doesn't get tipped. <clears throat> Someone who's making you drinks. They make strong drinks. You can taste the booze. Tip them. Strong drinks coming coming without you asking. There's nothing better than sitting at a bar, not having to ask for your drink, and you can taste the booze. If you can't taste the booze in your drink, it sucks. It just does. I don't care if it's one of those boozes where it's like, oh, you can't even taste the booze. Bullshit. If I can't taste the booze, that's how I like my drink. I want to taste what I'm drinking, I want to know I'm getting fucked up, and if you can't make me a drink that way, you're not getting tipped, the other thing is like, uh, I'm getting sick of, of tipping delivery guys, and it's not because of the delivery guy, it's because the place is charging you $10 for your pizza, then they're charging a $15 delivery fee, I'm sorry, $5 delivery fee, and then you gotta tip the guy. So to get your ass a fucking cheese pizza it costs you 20 bucks. It's insane. It really, it is. I remember it used to be able to get two pizzas for like 10 bucks. But now they gotta get a delivery charge, which affects the tip. Because I'm I'm straight up, I, I'm not breaking a 20. Like I'm not going over a 20. It, it, this is how it works with me on delivery, okay? Say I order something and the bill comes to 18 bucks, you're getting a 20. Bill comes to 19, you're getting a fucking 20. I don't care. That's how it is. Now, if it's 15 and all I got is a 20, you're getting a 20. I'ma hook you up. I will. I'll take care of you. I round it up. So let's say you get 25. I'll give you 30. I got a 20, I got a 10. And I'm not breaking out ones and all this shit and being like, oh, bro, hold on. I, I, th- this bill was 19 bucks. Let me go get a couple of ones. Now, you get the 20. Sorry. See you later. Why don't you go talk to your boss and his $5 delivery charge that you could have taken. That you probably taken that I don't even know about. Oh, man. So many things in this. All right, I apologize. I have no idea where I just left off. If you're listening to the podcast, we went from me bitching about, um, tips to this conversation because somebody just called me and it's driving me nuts. So I record my podcast on my phone. That's just the equipment that I have. And everybody knows, everybody knows that between six 30 and seven 30, I record my podcast. So my phone should never ring. It just shouldn't ring. Why would the fuck would you call me when I'm recording my podcast for 16 years? People did it to me when I was on the radio. I'm recording you, I don't want to hear you, people don't know, everyone knows, I say it 5 times a show, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, between 6.30 and 7.30, I'm doing my podcast, and it goes long, so don't call me, you shouldn't call me, people should know, they should know, it's like, I mean, dude, I'm on Facebook Live, I'm on fucking TikTok, everybody knows, drives me nuts, and it messes up my flow, my God, absolutely insane, Anyways, I have no no fucking clue where I was or what we were talking about. We're going to move on to another topic. Ah, ah! Gets me so annoyed. I can't wait till I have legit equipment so that I can record and not be stopped in the middle of my podcast when I'm when I'm going on it, when I'm getting at it. These are important topics, man. Like people are robbing us on a daily basis with tips. They're picking poor people's pockets every single day with bad service. That's what's wrong with this company. We get a uh, company with this country. We get provided with terrible service and we still got to pay people. It's garbage. Speaking of the country and terrible service, let's talk about the post office. Um, the president has come out and he has said, here's the options for the post office raise the price, raise the cost of doing business, or shut down, file bankruptcy, call it quits. I do not work for the post office. I never have. I'm not even sure. I know one person that works for the post office, but I don't even talk to that person that much. So I don't know how the post office is run. I don't know. All I know is that it's not profitable from what I understand. From what I understand, they borrow money from Social Security or they always have to borrow money from the federal government and the thing runs at a deficit. I can't for the life of me figure out how UPS, FedEx... And even Amazon, well, I guess Amazon doesn't, uh, you know what? I don't know if they fucking ship or not, okay? So I'm just going to say Amazon. I don't know how these other companies can do it profitably, make millions and billions of dollars, and the post office can't. Post office should have a fucking monopoly on delivering shit. It's a federal government organization. It should have the best, well, you know what? It doesn't have the best of the best. You know why? Because it doesn't pay. That's probably why. We, we just figured out the issue right there. Whoever's running the post office, right? It's not the best of the best because the best of the best... Did you want to comment on this topic? Um, because the best of the best, right? Well, the best of the best are working at FedEx or they're working at UPS. They're getting paid top dollar. The United States government is paying the postmaster general crap money so you're not getting the best. Private sector always... Always uh oh, my, my, my wife just said it smells bad down here. It's it's I'm in the dungeon. Of course it smells bad down here. The federal government or private organizations will always, always run business better. They always will. Why? They're held accountable. That's the first thing. You can actually fire people. You can get someone can get fired from UPS. The uh, CEO which would be the general uh, postmaster, is accountable to shareholders. They will be fired if they're doing a terrible job. If the companies are profitable, people will get laid off. Not at the post office. If the post office isn't making money, they fucking, they're hiring. They're still hiring. They haven't figured it out. Now, I'm not saying they need to privatize the, fo- the post office, but I'll tell you what. If they did privatize it, and I don't see why not. The fucking Federal Reserve is a private business. It's not a fucking government-owned company. So if they privatized the post office, I guarantee you, somebody would make that thing profitable really fast. I'm talking, within a year, you got a real CEO in there, and he cut that budget, and he raised the prices and cut the fat and got rid of all the fucking people that don't really work and the motherfuckers that are collecting... That thing would turn over real quick and it'd be the number one shipping method of all the United States. So yeah, man, it's a joke that the post office is costing taxpayer money because they're borrowing money, because they run at a deficit, because they don't fire people, because they pay out ridiculous pensions, and because it's not a privately run company. Privately run companies, this is what happens with them. They either run efficiently and make money, or they don't, and they fucking die, and they go away, and they get killed. They're gone. They file bankruptcy, and they're ended. If the U.S. Post Office was a privately owned company, and it was run like that, that, that it'd be gone already. Already gone. See you later. And it had already been fired. It would already be gone. Bye. Boom. The guy, the, the, the Postmaster General, are you fucking kidding me? So in that light, I somewhat agree with the president. I don't know that raising the price is the problem. I'm sure it doesn't help. I'm more thinking that the problem at the post office is that it's not run efficiently. They probably have way more employees that they need. They probably pay people more money than they should get paid. They probably pay out a ridiculous amount of money in pensions for people that haven't died yet. That are still kicking and still going. They're gonna collect that greasy ass pension till they're fucking 100 years old. So it's a, to use a big word, it's an antiquated system that needs to be revamped. And it would be smart to go out and hire a real CEO and pay that dude real money. Because real CEOs work for big companies where they make 40 million, 50 million, 60, 100 million dollars a year. And they're worth it because they make their shareholders a shit ton of money. A lot. They run businesses efficient. They deserve the money. They should get it. And when they don't run the business efficiently, the board gets together and says, Yeah, it's time to move on from this crappy CEO. It doesn't work. So, the post office isn't currently working. It's out there doing business. It's not profitable. A simple solution to making it profitable would be privatizing it. I don't know that I'm in favor of privatizing it. But if they did, someone would make that profitable. Whoever bought it off the government would make it profitable pretty damn fast. Or if the federal government just ran it like it was a private business and held people accountable... And people got fired, and you had a real CEO. Then I think the business would do great. That's my thought on the post office. I mean, I, I I don't know anybody that mails shit anymore, anyways. But actually, I mailed a check the other day. I used one of the forever stamps. I don't. I don't even know how much it cost. How much is the fucking zero tax? Someone just said zero tax money. Is used. So, all right, Bruce. From what I understand, and you could you could correct me on this. From what I understand, they borrow money from the government when they they're borrowing money from the government to run, and that money is that any money that the government has is taxpayer money, some way or another. Whether the money came from Social Security, whether the money came from tax revenues paid, so some way or another. Taxpayer money is getting dumped into the post office because the post office can't pay its own bills. If I'm wrong on that, then I apologize. But that's how I see it. And that's how I understood it. I understood it that the business of the post office runs at a deficit and they continue to borrow money from the federal government to stay afloat. And federal government money happens to be our money, our taxpayer money or money coming from Social Security, which it's the same shit. It's the same money. So, I, Bruce, I may be right. I might be wrong. I, I'd i have to get more into the post office to find out what is really going on over there. But it's my understanding from articles that I've read that the post office takes loans from the federal government. And that's our money. And they ain't paying them back. And they're hardly paying them. And they're in the fucking red. And the president's talk about, hey, it's time for you to file bankruptcy. Now, if the president is saying, file bankruptcy so those debts get wiped out and forgiven, and then we'll restart the post office, well, that's bullshit. Because the post office needs to pay its debts. That's straight up BS. All right, boring. I don't even. I don't. Fucking post office talk, man. Put you to sleep, bro. Well, I'll go to bed talking about post. My, my my TikTok went down to zero people. My Facebook got crushed. I'll never talk about the post office on this program again. Found that out of topics people don't give a shit about. Um, last topic of the day. Uh, dinner. 26% of Americans believe <clears throat> that dinner should be split down the middle. Meaning, you go out to eat with somebody and you get a pizza for 10 bucks, and that's all you get. And this dude over here spends $70. So now the bill's $80. You guys split the $80 plus the tip. I don't know. How you guys feel about that? I think you guys know where. Yeah, Z's. Post office. Fucking straight up Z's at now. I agree. 150%. Fucking Z's. I don't even know why I brought that topic up. That shit will never happen. Post office. Off the list of shit to talk about on this program. Never happen again. Dinner. Let's talk about dinner. You go out to eat with somebody. And you... Uh, let's just say you don't have... This happens to me a lot. Let's say you're just not hungry. And you get an appetizer. Literally. You're not hungry. You don't feel like drinking. You get an appy. Appy's like $6.99. Baby, it's 7 bucks. And you're out with a group of people. And these motherfuckers, they're drinking. They're stinking. They're getting all the stuff. The bill comes back. It's a $200 bill. And they're coming looking at you. Let's say there's four of you. And they're looking at you like, Yo, you got $50 plus tip? So that's 240 dollars you're gonna you're going to tip 20%. <clears throat> so you gotta come up with your 50 60 bucks and you look at me you're like bro I got tater tots I'm not giving you any I'm like 60 bucks <clears throat> splitting the bill and says split the bill what bro split the bill see you later if I I keep a I keep tabs depending on who it is okay if I'm with my family fine I'll pay him for it father-in-law fine on me wife on me, mother-in-law, on me, I'm out with the boys, or I'm out with some dude, that like, I don't even know, like, you got some random, it's like me, and uh, I'll even use this guy, Joss, that, that Josh, Josh is on my feed, he's a new brother of mine, me and you are out to eat me, you, John Lauria, and you guys are fucking racking up a $200 bill, and bro, I get, I get a pizza for 10 bucks, <laughs> I'll give you 15 bucks, and I'm out, like, that's it, I'll, I'll even call it, I'll tell the lady, bring the, hey, bring the receipt, that 15 bucks, boom, done, beat it, see ya, walk off 15 is what I'll call it, someone just said 15 bucks, walk out, yeah, we're calling it 15 walk out, absolute scumbag move, if you go out to eat with somebody, and you rack up a bill, and then you expect them to split it, if they have drank as much as you have, fine. Fine. If they ate as much as you did, fine. And it says he knows he's always paying. you damn right. So look, it's it's just common courtesy. And now with all the apps, with Venmo, with Zelle, it's very easy for you to just say, hey, you know what? You pay the bill. I'm going to send you 15 bucks. And if someone's got a problem with that, I'll show them the bill. But bud, you got a problem with that? Okay, let's go down with this here. All right, look, I got... Uh, let's say Chinese restaurant's a great fucking example of it, all right? All I got was crab rangoons, and my crab goons were, uh, 10 bucks. I didn't get any Mai Tais, I didn't get anything, 10 bucks. The bill is almost $300. You got five Mai Tais, your boy over there got five Mai Tais, you got the poo-poo platter, you got this, you got that, boom, you jacked it up, (laughs) ain't happening. I won't put my family in that type of situation to waste money. Oh, man, the gerd. Some, I mentioned fucking goons. I love crab rangoons. goons. I don't know if you guys do, man, but... So good. I don't know who's got the best crab goons, but I like them from Caloons. It literally is one of those things in life where you need to just think about the numbers. Think about how many times you go out to eat with people and how many times you split the bill with somebody where you didn't get as much food as they got and they even might have got less. Like, like... I'm sorry. Like you got way less and they got way more. And they want you to split the bill. They are basically getting a free fucking meal. It's like you and and your buddy and your buddy brings you fucking his wife and these two motherfuckers eat a shit ton of food and you're like I, I just got happy's man. I got I got skins. That's all I got. And I didn't even get a drink. I had a water. That's that's garbage time. I honestly I and I know this I'll tip a waitress for this. Separate bill. I am a separate bill type of guy. I will straight up when I sit down at the table, I will say to the waitress, "Hey, listen, these guys are all going to order together. I will gladly, I'll tell her straight up. I will gladly tip you twenty five percent if you have my my bill separate, please. I will. I want my bill separate because I'm I'm going to drink what I want to drink, and I am only paying for for what I want to pay for. I'm not paying for these other guys and for what the fuck they're getting. It's a it's it's." I don't know. I think it's completely unfair where you have... I mean, you guys know what I'm talking about, man. You've been out to eat. It's like going to McDonald's with somebody and you you get fucking... All the food's in the same bag and the, the asshole fucking thinks he's going to get the fries at the bottom of the bag. You know the extra fries? Bro, I paid for it. The extra fries are mine. They're my fries. I paid. I get them. Same thing with takeout. Oh, man. If I pay the bill... Leftovers are mine. I paid the bill. I don't care if it was your fucking meal. I bought it. Leftovers are mine. You got steak left? Put all that shit in the box. I bought it. It's mine. Mine. You don't get to bring it home. I paid for it. I Excuse me. Ma'am, put it all in my bag. I paid the bill. Those steak tips, mine. Those french fries, mine. That salad, mine. All of it, Mine. I paid for it. Thank you. I'll be taking it home. That cheese, clearly mine. Going home with me. Man. The French fries, but right? you know what I'm talking about, Aetna. Drives me nuts. Right, this is like a huge problem that we deal with here in in, in any in the United States is French fries. I can't stand um, when you get oh my daughter just came down. When you when you go out to like a fast food restaurant and you know, you got some, ah, I, it just, it doesn't happen to me because I get my stuff separated. I can't get fired up. My daughter just came down here. So I, it doesn't happen to me anymore because when I go out to fast food, I, I get my stuff put in a separate bag. So I'll give you guys a quick, quick example. Let's say we pull up to, uh, to the McDonald's drive-thru and everybody will give their order. This guy wants a number one. This guy wants a number two, all this stuff. Then I will say to the lady, i say, excuse me, ma'am, I'd like you to put all that in one bag, everything in one bag. And now I'll place my order and I'll say, hey, you know, let me get um, the number two. I really don't. I usually get breakfast sandwiches at McDonald's, but let me get the two cheeseburgers and a French fry. And please tell me what you are gonna. I'll ask her again. I'll say, what are you going to do? Oh, I'm going to put all this stuff in this and put this in your bag. That's right. My food will be 100% separate from your food for many reasons. But the biggest reason that my food will be separated is so that you do not eat my French fries while I'm driving. You don't get to touch my fries. Not to mention that if I paid for the meal, the Dropsies are my fries. They belong to me. I get to eat them. You do not get them. Do not eat my French fries. Plain and simple. All right. Sorry, Dad. Totally your fries. See, Josh agrees. My daughter's down here. Honey, you want to come say hi to everybody? Yeah. Come on. Guys, it's my daughter, Presley. Hi. Can they see you? What's on your face, honey? Is that marker? Say hi yeah. to everybody. Wave. Say hi. hi. Does daddy get fired up? What? Huh? Do I get all come here, come back, come back, come back. Come say hi. Does daddy get uh does daddy get really upset? Huh? No, you she doesn't want to comment. What do you think about French fries? I think it's nice and tasty. Come here, so everybody can hear you. Come up. Ah! I think french fries are nice and tasty. Yeah, what happens if somebody eats your french fries? Oh, sick. You don't want them touching your french fries? No. No? What's your favorite type of pizza? All of the kind. All of the kinds? Mm-hmm. Cheese pizza? I like those ones, too. Is cheese pizza the best pizza? Dad. What? I, I always tell you that I... Like everything. Yeah, like everything? Mm hmm. All right, all right. I love you. All right, go, go, go. Dad's going to wrap up the podcast. All right. I got to, I, well, I could go on and on about the french fries, but my daughter's down here and it's getting uh, a little bit late in the podcast. We'll, we'll pick up on the french fries another day because that really is a topic that needs to be covered. French fries are just anything that's finger food. French fries, chicken nuggets. Like, bro. You get four nuggets. You don't get to eat one of my nuggets. Or if I get a a 10-piece nug. I get a 10-piece nug. It's not a nine-piece nug. Don't touch my nugs. All right, I'm going to scoop. Yeah, my daughter doesn't eat pepperoni, guys. Let's get that shit straight. All right. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out. I promise you I will not snooze you guys out again with some garbage talk about the post office. I thought it was going to be a good topic. I got into it. It sucked. (laughs) We'll never do that again. Ever. We'll keep it real on this program. Keep it legit. Thank you for listening. Let me put this thing on the pause. All right, bye.